right, how is it going? This past week for me has been a little bit of a stressor for me. It's been, it's been a stressful week. On Sunday, I noticed my beautiful little Frenchie started shaking his head a lot. And now if you don't know, French Bulldogs have just endless health problems. I would not recommend getting a French Bulldog. I love him dearly. Uh, he's amazing, but yeah, a lot of health problems. If it's not his skin, it's his ears or his eyes or his teeth or they're not eating. They have got an allergic reaction. It's just nonstop. It's just forever a problem. They can't breathe out of their little squished faces. Uh, but thankfully, we've been pretty lucky with our little guy. He's had a few little problems here and there. Um, some stuff with his teeth, some stuff with his ears. But so yeah, this this weekend, once you see the, the head shake, you're like, oh shit, like it's it's near infection. So anyways, he got a bad ear infection, and it's a Sunday, and my vet is closed, and instantly I just go into a complete state of panic. It's, I don't know what it is when it comes to my dog. I just immediately think worst case scenario, something bad is going to happen. I'm overwhelmed with like so much anxiety, like instantly my chest starts tightening up, and I can't take my eyes off him. I'm looking all around everywhere to just make sure like like I'm always like he's in my peripheral vision and it's just it's just the worst. I think like okay, well, what if what if the infection gets in his brain somehow? What if he has to go under to get the infection cured and he doesn't wake up from the anesthesia? There's just so many there's just so many little things that instantly my mind is going to. And then I'll start like looking up ear infections on the internet and that's just when it gets like overwhelmingly bad. Like I just, I know I shouldn't do that. Anyways, thankfully my fiance is very level-headed. That's one good thing about being with a doctor. She's always like, he's gonna be fine. He's gonna be fine. Now she's also very compassionate as well, but for some reason she just doesn't spiral out of control like I do when it comes to him. I know. I know her heart is in the right place, but it just doesn't burst into a thousand pieces like mine. Like I just see this perfect little thing that I'm responsible for and he's clearly in pain and it just absolutely rips me to shreds. I don't know, I don't know what, he's just got this hold over me, man, it's crazy. But long story short, I got him into a vet appointment pretty soon. We're now struggling daily with cleaning out his ears. It's like wrestling a very strong pig. It takes two of us where I, mean, I got to hold him like this and he's struggling. His head's knocking me back in the face and we got to pour all the solution in his ear and it's just, it's just rough. But anyways, this whole ordeal led me to think about just like, wow, I am not ready to be a parent, which brings me to today's topic. So first, when do you know if it's the right time to have kids? Both me and my fiance are 28 years old. And when we talk about kids, we're always like, yeah, maybe in a few years, right? Once she's in a residency program. Right now, it's just, it's not the right time. But is there ever a time when, I mean, you're like, okay, well now, now it's time to have a kid. I mean, I'm financially stable. We have a house. We're getting married this year. Ideally, the next step would be to have kids. But we just have no we just have no desire right now for that part of our life. 
Now, I do have a niece, and my sister had her when I believe she was my age, 28. And for me, it's just like there's no way in hell I'd be able to do that. I feel like I'm not, I'm just not ready. I, I love my niece dearly. She's the sweetest little thing. She thinks she's three years old now, almost four. But I just feel, I feel too immature to just be responsible for another human. Uh, I free, I mean, if I'm freaking out over the fact that my dog has an ear infection and there's no way I could, there's no way I could deal with the, the traumas of something happening to my actual child. So this got me thinking about my age group, right? So I did some research and come to find out I'm definitely not alone here. More and more millennials. I am a millennial. I'm on like right on the end cusp of it of a Gen Z millennial, but more and more people of younger age are not having kids. They just don't want kids. And I'm not saying that I don't want kids. I'm just saying currently in this time of my life where I probably should be thinking about having kids, it's just not not a priority for me right now. I want to accomplish so much more in my career. Uh, I want that to be kind of my core priority of mine still over the next few years because I know the second that I start having a kid, my priorities are just completely going to shift. So what do I do? I turned to research and I found out just why, some reasons why more and more people of younger age groups are putting off having kids. So let's talk about them, okay? First, it's just a loss of interest. Uh, it's become more socially acceptable in recent years to just not want to have children. And actually, I've heard two comedians now, Seth Rogen and Chelsea Handler, both be very open about not wanting to have kids and kind of the the negative or shocked reactions they get in return. I remember listening to a... I think it was a diary of a CEO podcast with Seth Rogen. He's just like, yeah, me and my wife don't want to have kids. And, and he always gets this reaction of, oh, but you'd be such a good father. And he's like, yeah, I just like, I'm sure I would, but I just don't, I don't want that right now. And I don't think I ever will want it. And for example, for me, like two of my friends growing up are both, they're both fathers. Now they're both my age. They're both 28, I believe. And now I don't talk to either one of them anymore but I do follow them still on social media, so I'll see their posts on Facebook or Instagram. But I know if I were to ever run into them, uh, they'd act like they're just more righteous, I guess. I think they'd be like, oh, like, just like, oh, you don't have kids? Well, having kids is the most amazing thing in the world, and you don't know happiness until you're a father. And they just go into these long stories and inflate their egos, I'm sure. And I don't know. It's just like I like you're saying I really I really wouldn't know no happiness. Like there's got to be something a little bit better than that right now. Like you're still really young. And like think about like a Friday night with no responsibilities, a good burger and a nice high. That sounds pretty good right? Like I can't, I can't think of something better right now in my life than, than I would want than that. Some people are just losing interest. And I think it's 
perfectly acceptable to feel that way. I think it's a shame how there still is a very strong stigma around people not wanting to have kids, especially for women, but I can't speak for that. For I can only speak for myself, but I think, yeah, women definitely do have a more difficult conversation if they say they don't want to have kids. Um, a, a lot of people take that personally for some reason, but... The number two reason why millennials are having less and less kids or no kids at all is climate change and periods of economic uncertainty, like a recession or the recent pandemic, for example. Now, I can see this reason too. Um, it makes perfect sense. I couldn't imagine trying to have a kid while COVID was going on as bad as it was during 2020 through, let's say, even like 2022, right? Um, and now American millennials, my age, we've lived through 9-11, which was pretty impactful, changed our lives, right? Um, I mean, I was extremely young at the time. I probably was like, how old was I? Five or six years old. Um, so I don't remember it too specifically, but, um, like I said, I'm on the bottom cusp of being a millennial. So most millennials have experienced this. We experienced the recession of 2008 and now a global pandemic, which is not very comforting, right? Like I can see why people would not want to bring a kid into the world when there's just not much certainty about the next couple decades. So completely agree with that point. And finally, reason number three is the financial burden of raising a child. So I did some research here, supposedly Raising a child to the age of 18 in America will cost parents on average $230,000, and most of those costs will come in the first few years of the child's life. Now, the national child care costs average between $9,000 and $9,600 annually, and that is unaffordable for approximately 63% of full-time working parents in the United States. Now, my cheap ass is definitely not ready for that. I am the cheapest motherfucker I know. The only thing I really ever splurge on is food. And in that sense, it's really just because I'm a main, main brand type of guy when it comes to food. Like, I can't be eating great value cereal. Like, that's just not... I, I'm I'm above that, I think. That's just not for me. I need some type of like fucking leprechaun, honeybee, tiger toucan. I need them staring at me on the side of the box. That's how I want to start my day or end my day is seeing their cheery little faces either, which is kind of odd. They're either trying to like protect the cereal, like they don't want you to have it or they're like sharing it with you and they want you to have it. But either way, I need to see them, right? Like I, that's the only thing I really splurge on, but I can't, I can't even fathom the shock that will go into the first time when I ex experience the expenses of having a kid. Like, I just don't, I am so cheap that I, I can't imagine. Like, I, I do spend a lot of money on my dog, right? Like, I'll, I food prep for my dog. Um, I give him joint supplements that are fairly expensive. Um, what else do we do for him? We give him like allergy shots and stuff. So he's, he's like, we have insurance for him. He's quite the expense. And I justify that because he brings me so much happiness. And I know I would do the same if I had a kid, but like 
$230,000 is a shit ton of money, man. And especially if it, a lot of it's coming in the first half of the kid's life, like that just, that just blows. And I'm not ready for that. I want to buy some more Nikes still. I want to do what I want to do. I want to spend money how I want to spend it, even though I don't really spend it. But hey, that's why you marry a doctor, right? Um, she is hopefully in the next few years going to be making the big bucks. And there's actually a running joke uh, for people to say to me, and they're always like, oh, so you're going to be a stay-at-home dad? Which is, and they say it in like kind of a weird way, which is kind of a shitty joke, honestly. Like, I might as well, right? Like, I get to hang out with my kid. I get to cook these amazing dinners, which I love cooking, so it sounds great to me. Uh, work on a podcast in my free time. Like That sounds like a pretty good life. But that leads me to another aspect of what I wanted to talk about today. And I tend to think a lot about what type of parent you'll be. I'd like to think I'd be the type of parent who's more like relaxed and lets their kids make their own mistakes. But I know like 100%, like I'm going to be the type of just helicopter parent and now that stress just isn't something I want right now I don't think sometimes my fiance and I are are out somewhere like dinner or something and we'll see a couple that's our age with a baby and we'll be like man can you imagine having a kid right now and we'll just like be like both like no there's just there's just no way in hell that we could do this right now and I'd just be too stressed all the time I mean I know I know it's because I just have this overwhelming sense of love as a parent and it's a very good good anxiety because it comes from a very loving place right but i think there's just there's just a few more years for me before i have to take on that stress like i just want some form of sanity still over the next few years plus my little frenchie at home deserves all the love in the world and i don't want to split that love with him right now so now, I'd like to end this podcast by saying in two to three days, like I know my fiance is going to see this and she's going to get upset and she's going to ask me in a very sad voice. So why you, you don't want to have kids with me? And no, my love, I do. I want to sh share the journey of parenthood with you. And it will absolutely be the pinnacle of my entire life. All I'm saying is I'm down to wait a few more years because I'm enjoying every day with you so much. I don't want to change it yet. I just, I enjoy coming home, making dinner for us, sitting back and relaxing, having our own problems to deal with and not a child's problems. So yeah. And then gentlemen, that's a great example of how you just get out of a problem there. I don't know if you recognize that great maneuvering I just did. Now all I have to do is go get a Sonic Milkshake run in the next few nights and all will be forgiven for this podcast topic. There will be no problems. But in all seriousness, I do look forward to being a father someday, hopefully. Maybe I'll have this crazy dream or something where I'll wake up and I'll just be like, wow, I'm ready to be a father now. And well, at least that's just, that's just how I picture it. Like that's when I'll know I'm ready. I know that's unrealistic but maybe maybe that'll be the case yeah that's really that's really it i have for today i think my little guy is getting better so that's very good news he's just walking around like this and shaking his head all the time 
but yeah, it's very nice to have a sense of normalcy where I'm not having crippling world ending anxiety thinking I'm going to have to chop off this dog's ear. So yeah, that's it. That's it. That's nice. That's it's good to be back. But anyways, that's it for today. If you have fur babies, go hang out with your fur babies. Go love them. To my future kids, please listen to your mother and be grateful for all that you have. She's worked very hard to, to make all this money. Um, you're costing me $230,000, so be good. Um, and yeah, that's really it. Anyways, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. If you have comments to share of your own about this, let me know. So yeah. Thank you.